Bronco Nation News Live is presented by RowPaint.com, the official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics. Power in people, pride in painting. Check them out at ROEPaint.com. Now, here's BJ Rains. Hey, Forrest here. Nothing like getting paid. And with ICCU's mobile app, I can deposit checks or accept Zelle payments so the money hits my account fast. I just wish there was an app for mowing the rest of these lawns. Right now, Lithia Ford of Boise is buying used vehicles. How much you want for the SUV? Uh, I don't know. Well, Lithia Ford will give you more than that. How much more? More than you think. I'm not thinking anything. I'm thinking you might get even more than that. See how much more you can get at Lithia Ford of Boise. When it comes to concrete, we've got you covered. Rowpaint.com offers custom concrete coating services for your garage, business, warehouse, and more. And we do it in one day. We are your complete concrete coatings solution. This is Bronco Nation News Live. The best interviews, the most informed opinions, the latest breaking news. It's Mondays with Mallory with KTIK 95.3 FM, the tickets, John Mallory. Listen to Idaho Sports Talk with Prater in the Ballgame. Weekdays from 3 to 6 on 95.3 FM, the ticket. And online at KTIK.com. Today's broadcast is coming from the Cutwater Spirits Can Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of pre-mixed premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Now, here's Johnny Ballgame and BJ Rains with another edition of Bronco Nation News Live. Hey, how we doing? Happy Monday, Boise State fans. Welcome to a new week here at Bronco Nation News. This is Bronco Nation News Live, bronconationnews.com. Make sure you're uh, subscribed to our YouTube channel. If you're watching on Facebook or Twitter, we would ask you to switch over to the YouTube channel and make sure you subscribe if you are watching on YouTube down there at the bottom of the page. Uh, Bronco Nation News is the, the pretty easy name of the YouTube channel there. So it's Monday. We got John Mallory here, Prater in the ball game host. You know him, you love him. Johnny, uh, nice weekend, and, and now we're back at it again for a, for a Monday morning here. We appreciate you joining us, man. No problem. It's going to be great. What, we're getting to mid-May? It was a gorgeous day in Boise, driving in on I-84 today, taking the freeway in, BJ. Glorious Monday, and um, let's uh, let's talk some Boise State. I'm ready to go. Thanks again for having me on. Yeah, you got the, the hair nice and set there. You got the nice oh, yeah. collared shirt on. Uh if I didn't know any better, I think you had a dinner date after the show or something today. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, we appreciate you, Johnny. Thanks to JP as well for getting us on. We're going to continue our football series today. We're talking about the offensive line, which I know sometimes Johnny isn't the most fun uh, topic or position to talk about, but uh, it's a rather important one, and they've got some changes uh, you know, with some guys leaving this year, John Ojuku and losing KHG as well. They've got some, you know, Will Farah now moving into the recruiting area. So they've got some spots to fill. So uh, we are going to talk uh, offensive line a little later on the show today. Yeah, and always a key element, always a big, strong point of contention, always a talking point for Bronco Nation, right? When they don't have the line working the way they want. And I mean, you can hear these fans, um, a lot of pressure on off offensive line coaches over the years. And uh, here we go with Tim Keene going into year three as the offensive line coach in this era, BJ. And uh, has some nice tools coming back at the same time, needs to incorporate 
some new players into this thing and then ultimately uh, as a unit get better and be at the top of the Mountain West in this league. Now, having the running backs and I think a running mobile quarterback will always help an offensive line, right? If you have a back who can make up for a missed block here or there or a quarterback who can make up for uh, some type of uh, uh, wrong, some bad situation in pass protection and Taylor can take off and get out of there. So there are some tools, uh, fortunately, in the backfield for this offensive line to sometimes say, whoa, and we can let them make the plays at some point. But uh, obviously you need to have depth there. Um, I don't know if it's good depth. You have to have depth. Hopefully you have good depth and you can play multiple guys because, as you know, on the offensive line, that's what you have to do. I mean, uh, you're not going to have a season where you have the same five players starting at line. It's so rare in football these days, so you got to be ready to make adjustments. Hey, we will get to that. Uh, in a few minutes, we want to uh, hit on a couple other topics as well. By the way, Johnny, I don't remember when you joined us, but we got the golf gloves in, so you'll be getting a – you won't have to swing at the golf tournament uh, empty-handed again. The uh, Thanks to our That's partner, good. Idaho Central Credit Union, we now have the uh, – golf gloves so uh, we are still selling some afternoon foursomes for the bronco nation news golf tournament if you want the chance at the hole in one uh, if you want a chance to uh, meet uh, coach rice uh, rj keen tyson degenhart we got tyson degenhart doing the celebrity shot on hole 17 so you're going to get a chance when you get to hole 17 johnny to uh, let tyson degenhart watch you tee off i love it man tyson degenhart one of the more popular athletes, if not the most popular athlete in this community right now, BJ. And, um, you know, whether it's not wait to let him see your shot, man, he's going to get to stand there on hole 17 and watch John Mallory. Let one fly. Oh, that might be the funniest moment of the day for him. So, uh, I'm excited for that as well. So, uh, bronconationnews.com slash golf. We are now under four weeks away from the tournament. So looking forward to that. Johnny and Prater are going to be out there doing their show. Uh, a lot of goodies. We got R and R barbecue out there, bacon, paddles up poke, cut water spirits, um, t- uh, Degenhardt dozens coming from pastry perfection. Going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it again. That'll be uh, June 2nd, but we do have some afternoon foursomes available if you're interested in jumping in on that. We got to give a shout out to Justin Schultz and the softball team, Johnny. Uh, they won the Mountain West, man. They uh, they lost the game last Sunday, or I guess it was yeah, last Sunday to San to uh, San Diego State. I was there. They lost the, th- the Friday and Saturday games, and I went on Sunday. And if they lost the game on Sunday, they would have been eliminated from the race. They win the game on Sunday, then they know they go to Fresno, needing to win two out of three, and they win the first two to eliminate all doubt. Mountain West regular season champions in just his second year. Justin Schultz, uh, congrats to him. Congrats to the softball team. Here they were in the locker room with the trophy uh, after the game. And uh, now they head to the Mountain West tournament. Uh, Johnny, they're right kind of on the bubble for the NCAA tournament. Um, probably need to at least get to the title game, maybe win it. Uh, but uh, pretty pretty cool for the softball team. That's back-to-back, you know, solid seasons. They set the wins record last year under Justin Schultz, and now they're uh, over 30 wins again and pushing towards uh, – potentially a Mountain West regular season and tournament championship. But um, I know the softball team doesn't get a ton of love, but uh, congrats to Coach Schultz and company. That's cool why, you know, NN exists, right? You know, you cover stuff like this. And for people who want that coverage, they can come to Bronco Nation News and get it. Jeremiah Dickey has done a lot of wonderful things since getting this gig, heck, uh, what, over two years ago. Um One of those might be, and you could argue it might be the best, is hiring Justin Schultz 
to run this softball team, man. Um, he was a, a high-level assistant, had a good background as a player, but, I mean, he's came to this team, this town. I know they've had some softball success, um, but he comes here and takes this team and in two years, I believe, has more victories in his first two years than any other of his predecessors with this program. You can double-check that, BJ, but also in a winter town. Boise's a winter town. It's tough to build softball. It's why a lot of times if you have a great coach in softball, they leave. They need to get to a bigger climate, a hotter climate for yep. this team. And for Schultze to come in here, again, in a winter town like Boise, and be able to do this thing and have the best softball program in the Mountain West when you are competing against Las Vegas and San Diego and other beautiful climates here, for him to be able to get this done like this, I mean, nobody does this. So ter terrific job for him and what he's building, and that was a hell of a hire. And uh, if you're a Boise State softball fan, you're loving this era right now. Hopefully they just keep winning. They leave no doubt. They get into the NCAA tournament and maybe give – uh, you know, sports writers and uh, media members like me and you in this town, something to talk about for a while. Yeah, with this softball team and keep this thing going. I don't know, Johnny, if they make the NCAA tournament, that sounds and, it, and it's somewhere warm. That sounds something like BNN may need to hop. Maybe wonder if Coach Schultz would give us some good access if I went and covered him in the NCAA tournament. Uh, yeah, might, dude, I would try to might, swing that. That yeah. might be something that uh, we may have to look at here. Who knows? But uh, uh, they, by the way, with the win, they will get to host the conference tournament next year in Boise. And uh, assuming they can get yes. lights, if they can get lights. But uh, Coach Schultz told, joked with me after the game that uh, he is already uh, talking to JD about that. At a minimum, they're expected to bring in some portable lights so they're able to host the tournament. So they think they'll be able to do that next year. They're trying to get lights. They're trying to get turf. They're trying to get all, you know, make the stadium bigger. And I guess, Johnny, the one way to do that is to win. And yep. uh, Coach Schultz is putting the pressure on Jeremiah Dickey to, uh, you know, make some serious upgrades to this uh, softball program. And, you know, he came from Oregon. He came from a big-time program as the hitting coach there. Uh, they're like second in the nation in home runs right now. So uh, I think they need to do what they can do to keep him around because you mentioned, you know, the Me one too. of the previous coaches went to UCF. Yep. Um, and so, you know, this program's only been around since 2009, by the way. It's a, still a fairly new program, but only the second conference championship they've ever had. Uh, and uh, big news. And uh, speaking of conference championship, the here's the bracket real quick for the uh, tournament this week. Uh, they get the number one seed, so they will play on Thursday against the winner of the 4-5. They just played Fresno State and took two out of three. Um, this is a double elimination tournament, Johnny, as you can see, and then it gets down to the uh, championship on, I uh, believe that would be uh, Saturday at uh, noon. But So they'll play Thursday at 5 o'clock Boise time. And then uh, double elimination tournament. This is the first year they've had the tournament, Johnny. Coach Schultz was telling me after the game when I talked to him on the phone uh, for a story. If you want to read it, uh, it's up at BroncoNationNews.com. He said last year uh, they wish they had the tournament because they you know, would have had a chance after getting second. He said this year I wish they didn't because uh, in previous years they would have already locked up a spot to the NCAA tournament by winning the regular season title. Yep. But this, this year yep. they go to the tournament. So good luck to Coach Schultz and company, and uh, we'll see what happens this week. But um, – I think Sunday or Monday is like the selection show. And then the following week, next weekend is the tournament. So it's all kind of coming to a, you know, coming up here pretty quickly uh, for the softball team. And again, congratulations on their uh, regular season uh, Mountain West title. We're going to talk some football, but first want to remind you, we're broadcasting from the Cutwater Spirits mobile studios, more than 30 flavors of pre-mixed premium cocktails. Pick one up at your local gas station or grocery store. We appreciate Stein distributing 
and Cutwater Spirit sponsors here at Bronco Nation News. You need to, uh, you know, the weather's warming up. You're getting out on that back patio, um, spending some time outside. Well, you need to check out RowPaint.com and their concrete coatings. It's transformational. Our backyard, we had two different colors of uh, concrete slab. They came in with their concrete coating, one-day install, and uh, now it looks like one giant, nice, fancy luxury slab of concrete there in the backyard. So rowpaint.com, check them out. And uh, it's five times stronger than epoxy. They do it in one day. You won't be disappointed. Rowpaint.com. It's grilling season. Lithia Ford of Boise, check out the great sales they have as the weather's warming up. Uh, you know what that means. It's time for sunshine, backyard barbecues, and amazing deals on the grills at Lithia Ford of Boise. Head on down, check out the great discounts on cars and trucks at Lithia's annual grilling sale. You can get more information, check out their full inventory of vehicles at LithiaFordBoise.com. And Idaho Central Credit Union, you saw their uh, logo on the golf club. Johnny, we're going to make history with ICCU. We're going to announce it in a couple weeks. Uh, pretty excited about uh, what we got going on with ICCU. Yeah, what's this announcement, man? What are you keep History, teasing? man. What's going just, on with this? Like, just, it's just uh, think about the NIL era. Think about things that are happening. And okay. uh, think about ICCU. And then there's just some cool stuff happening. So uh, uh, maybe – partnering up uh with a with a prominent local athlete here you never know so uh we it, it's official but i can't say anything and you know my big mouth johnny it'll be tough for three more weeks to hold on to this but we'll see what we can do uh idaho central credit union uh support them they support us they support all the local teams local high school college they're big supporters of local athletics in the state of idaho support them idaho central credit union iccu.com all right johnny uh, as i mentioned we're in the second week of our series we're not really going from 20 to one, but we kind of are going from, you know, we're, we're kind of getting more important as we go generally, but we don't have like an exact, you know, this is number 15 and it's more important. Tomorrow's 14, but um, we are talking today about the offensive line, which I think is one of the 20 biggest storylines uh, questions on this team going into next season. Mm -hmm. And you lose KHG at center. He could have come back. He decides to uh, medically retire or just to move on from football. Uh, you lose John Ojuku. Uh, left tackle. That's two starters, you know, that you're uh, ideally having to replace uh, for next season. Will Farrell was a guy that was a, a starter slash sixth man guy that you could count on to play different spots, kind of a jack of all trades guy. He's gone as well. So this offensive line for me uh, is going to, you know, is going to be uh, going to be interesting to see what they decide to do and how it shakes out. You have some very veteran guys coming back. Yeah. I mean, you've got Kate Beresford, sixth year senior. Garrett Curran, sixth-year senior. You've got Ben Dooley, a fifth-year senior coming back. So you have three expected starters that are all fifth- or sixth-year uh, college players. And, you know, uh, Ben Dooley, 14 career starts. Uh, you've got uh, Garrett Curran, 27 career starts. That's 41 between them. And then you've got uh, 21 from Cade Beresford. So 62 career starts from those three guys. You throw in what Mason Randolph did last year coming in. as a, was a freshman All-American with was. what he did. So um, we can go where we want to go. But, I mean, I, I guess are we sh we're, we're pretty confident that Beresford, Curran, Dooley, and Randolph, I mean, are those four of the starters somewhere along the line? has to be right. I mean, I can't see Mason Randolph being the odd man out in this thing when he was a freshman, all American. And I don't know what the plan would be. Try to convert him. I mean, he is a big boy, six, four, three, 10, who knows what he'll be wearing, weighing going into this season might be up to three fifteen, three sixteen. who knows? Um, can he play right tackle? Uh, could he play center? 
Uh, is Nathan Cardona? Is this finally going to be the year that he comes in, BJ, and and plays heavy minutes here and wins the safety job? I know a lot of people saw him at spring, I believe, work in there with the true freshman Jason Steele. I mean, can he continue center, the to turn heads there? Right? What I say? Safety. Oh, sorry, safety. Yeah, center. <laughs> Jason Steele. Can he continue to turn heads there at center? Um, I like the pieces here. I don't know how Tim Keene is going to coordinate it. I mean, wasn't there a rumor that there was another kid coming in via the transfer portal? I do believe as well? they got a uh, Texas Tech. We'll have to find that out, but there are big rumors that they got a uh, Texas Tech uh, transfer. Yes. So what if he factors in at left tackle, then you move Cade to right tackle, you know, where he's an all-conference performer. Do you want to keep Cade Bearsford at left tackle and figure out maybe his cage Casey ready to be an everyday right tackle in this league? Uh, they, they've liked him at times when they played him. Again, a lot of these guys have experience, but kind of to go back what you were saying, it's you're a lock for Garrett Curran and Ben Dooley, left guard, right guard. However, Tim Keene wants to play those guys, depending on, on the strength of his line and where he wants it to be. Those two, you think, BJ, 100% certainty if they're healthy, they're going to start, as would Bearsford. And then I agree with you on Mason Randolph. He played 10 games last year. He was a freshman All-American on a couple of pretty decent-sized um uh, affiliates or uh, accolades or wh whatever companies that do those things. FWAA freshman All-American and the College Football News uh, All-American as well. Yeah, a couple of prestigious publications, kind of where I was going with that. Like, you know, very respectable freshman season. So how yeah. does he not figure into this? So that's four right there. And then you look at, like I said, center. Is it going to be Cardona? Is it going to be Steele? I mean, would you could, could Curran or Dooley or Dare I say Randolph plays center this year? Tim Keene's got some decisions to make, but yep. I like the ingredients in the crock pot here, BJ. It looks like they have uh, some good pieces to work with here. No reason this cannot be a really good offensive line this year, in my opinion. Let's start with Cade Beresford, 6'7, 308, sixth year player, as I said. Uh, you know, I remember uh, going into last season, Tim Plow said he was maybe one of the biggest offseason acquisitions they made. And I think that proved to be true. He was a second team All Mountain West player last year, Johnny, yeah. coming over from Wazoo. First year from first year from Wazoo. He had started eight games the previous year at Wazoo. Comes over here, goes right into the right tackle spot, starts all 13 games, which he appeared. He missed one game due to a minor injury. Uh, I believe it was the senior day game, actually, the last home game. But um 13 starts, and he's a second team All Mountain West player. Uh, I didn't realize, by the way, six seven, man, six seven, three oh eight. Um, I mean, do you want him at left tackle or right tackle? That's the only decision yep. I think you have to make, BJ. But I think he get. I mean, he came in and did exactly what you wanted him to do. That was a huge pickup that he starts every game that he plays, 13 games at right tackle, comes in right away and uh, played pretty darn well. And then I think everyone's just assuming he is going to move to left tackle uh, because that's the, you know, the, the quote-unquote money spot on the line. And if you're going to have a younger guy in there like a Casey or somebody, you probably it makes sense to have him them at right tackle, have Beresford at, at left tackle. I mean, is that – I would assume he's going to be the starting left tackle against uh, okay. against UW. Is that what you would think? Absolutely. That's be a good opportunity for Cade Bearsford too. Uh, he's from Woodenville, just uh, right there in the suburb of Seattle. So for him to start his uh, senior season off playing in Husky Stadium, by the way, for this offensive line, it's good that most of them are experienced because it's going to be 
really loud on the first snap of the season for Boise State. Taylor Green in shotgun, 75,000 people screaming like Seattle fans can. You will be there, and you'll be like, holy holy smoke, We got to get you there for that one somehow. This is big, man. That would be great. But, yeah, I expect it to be Bearsford at left tackle unless, again, you were saying rumors are a big kid's coming from the Big 12 if he's more suited at left tackle than right. It's lucky to have a guy like Bearsford. He can play an all-conference type of level at left tackle or right tackle, in my opinion. Garrett Curran, left guard, 6'5", 305. This is his sixth year in the program. He decided to come back for the COVID year uh, this year because he kind of said, why not? You know, they're giving me – I got the year left. What else am I going to do? Uh, 27 career starts for Garrett Curran, and that includes, Johnny, at least one start in each of the last four years. Uh, This will essentially be his fourth straight year as the starter. He's missed a few games last year, a few games the year before due to injury. Started every game during the COVID-shortened season in 2020. But essentially, this is Garrett Curran's fourth year as a starter. uh, And he even started one game the previous year before that. So he's got starts now in four straight years coming into this year. He's played some left guard. He's played some right guard. But mostly, he's been at left guard. So I think, uh, man, a a Curran-Beresford left side of the line would be pretty strong. A lot of experience there and good, good guys, too. I, I, I really like Garrett Curran. I'm a big fan of him. Um, I love his press conferences. He's he's 100% all business. Um, and, you know, if he stays healthy this year, he can finish his career as an offensive lineman with 40-plus starts or 40 or so starts. That is really hard to do at this level. I know COVID kind of helped certain kids, but a lot of kids get better when they're in their early to mid twenties, obviously physically as they were when they were 19, 20, 21. I think Garrett Kern's one of these guys where now he's 23, maybe even 24, something like that going into his final year. He's just more of a grown man now than he was three years ago. And I think that can help him again. He's i I'm sure he's very popular in the locker room. He's all business. I'm sure he's a big time leader. Um, I wouldn't, wouldn't shock me if he was a guy who might, I always talk about this, get a banner outside the stadium uh, before his senior year with everything he's given to this program. They're in good shape with Garrett Curran. I'm with you. I think he's just better at left guard because he's just more experienced there. And whether you keep bears for their experience, experiment something else at left tackle i think you know you're solid at, at left guard with garrett curran he should be mentioned um for an all-conference type of position this year if he stays healthy bj and that has hurt him in the past a little bit but if he stays healthy i think boise state has one of the best guards certainly in the conference we'll talk about center uh, here in just a second but if you're looking for a new job hey babe, how about check out transcompservice.com transportation compliance service they can help you out get into the trucking industry whether it's the big rig on your screen the amazon truck in your neighborhood all the dot overweight permits everything you need to get out there towing that first load in no time check them out new career Awesome opportunity, transcompservice.com. The Blue and Orange Store, you need some new gear, check out the blueandorangestore.com. Free shipping, any order over $40. And if you're in town, check out the Blue and Orange Store there at the Boise Town Square Mall. They will be providing the first, second, and third place prizes, some nice large amount of money gift cards for the Bronco Nation News Golf Tournament. So make sure you check them out. Johnny, I, I got on the scale this morning. The pounds are falling off, man. You're not going to reckon. You, you've, you've been one to kind of poke and pride a little bit when you think I'm a, a little bigger than I should be. So I think I'm, 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 uh, I'm you're, motivate, you're motivating me, man. I'm going to get back at it. I'm losing some weight. I got some uh, fun trips and things this summer that I want to slim down for. And uh, Lean Feast is helping me do it. Check them out, leanfeast.com slash meridian. 
two minutes in the microwave and you're eating surf and turf for lunch. I mean, this would be perfect for you, Johnny, for lunch there yeah. at the lunch there at the office. They've got you know chicken, shrimp, steak, uh, all kinds of stuff. And the thing I like about it is it's not like prepackaged. It's all fresh. You choose what you want, how much of it you want. They make the meal for you. It's it's ready to go. It's quick. It's easy. You pop it in the microwave for two minutes and you're eating uh, shrimp and chicken and steak and all this great stuff for lunch or dinner. So uh, love Lean Feast. Uh, Dave and his staff do a tremendous job and it's a, an awesome atmosphere. They've got NIL deals, Johnny, with Taylor and Green. They got one of those big posters that you guys had in the studio. I don't know if you still do um, up in there. Uh, they bought one of those as well up at uh, Lean Feast. So check them out. LeanFeast.com. There it is. There it is. They can't see it because I got it blocked. There, there you go. There it is. There's the Talon Green picture right there. So, yeah, they've they've got one of those as well, and they've got an NIL deal with Talon Green at Lean Feast. So check them out, leanfeast.com slash Meridian. Uh, you will not be uh, disappointed at all. Johnny, let's talk center, man. W what are you thinking at center? Um, we mentioned the potential of Mason Randolph. Yeah. I think Mason Randolph is a potential maybe at center there. Um, he was 6'4", 310, redshirt sophomore, as we said, was an All-American last year. Started 10 games, though, and they were all at right guard. So I think if you want to pencil him in at right guard, he did start 10 games there. I think that's certainly possible if you want to do that. And then maybe if you do that, you have a guy like uh, Ben Dooley who could be right tackle. He started at right tackle before, um, but he did start at the two guard positions last year. But again, that was partly because the tackles were already taken care of. So I think that is one option for them, uh, Johnny, to put the, the veteran Ben Dooley at right tackle. You saw what you saw what Mason Randolph could do at right guard last year, um, and you know he's an op an option there because he did so well. And then you figure out center, okay? But uh, you could put Randolph at center and then put Dooley at right guard and have one of these young guys at right tackle. But you mentioned Cardona. I mean Jason Steele. I mean it's pretty rare, Johnny, for a freshman to be even in the mix. They had some injuries and things, but he came in in the spring as an early enrollee. Uh, he was ranked as the number 18 ranked center in the country from ESPN uh, coming in and played very well, all indications, 6'4", 292. So I still think it'd be pretty rare, Johnny, a true freshman starting at center. That just very rarely, if ever, happens. So I don't know how likely I would make that. Cage Casey, though, is is does have a chance. You know, he played in five games last year, kept his red shirt because they added that waiver like the day of the bowl game where you could play in the bowl game and it wouldn't count towards your four games. So Cage Casey got to play in the bowl game. He played in five games last year, again, as a true freshman, which doesn't happen very often. So yep. he's up in the mix, 6'5", 306. Uh, Roger Carrion, 6'5", 310. Again, a true freshman. started. He started against UTEP last year at UTEP. A true freshman starting along the offensive line, 6'5", 3'10". So between Carrion and Casey, I think you do have two options there at, at right tackle if you want to go that direction. These guys are not in the mix at center. They're more outside guys. Um, Cord Kringlin's one more guy I wanted to mention, 6'4", 283. He was the backup right tackle on the depth chart to Cade Beresford last year. Um, he played on a lot of the special teams, you know, kick uh, you know, field goals and things like that. So he got some experience and was the backup right tackle on the depth chart. Depth chart. So Cord Kringlin, and then you have uh, Roger Carrion, Cage Casey, mm -hmm. uh, and Jason Steele. So I think maybe what they decide to do at tackle is going to affect center, obviously. What they do at center will impact the tackle. Um, but I think one option is find somebody to play center, put Randolph at right guard, Dooley at right tackle, or I do think there's a scenario where they move Randolph to center, 
Dooley slides into guard, and then they give uh, one of these guys, Carrion or Casey, the spot at right tackle. And I guess that's not, you know, I'm not counting the Texas Tech guy yet. I'm not going to pencil him in as an automatic starter. Uh, yeah. It's not even confirmed, I guess, publicly that they got him that I've seen. But um, what do you think of the center spot and, and how that kind of impacts that right side? You know, I kind of I kind of liked what I heard uh, from Cardona. I think in the spring game, BJ, correct me if I'm wrong, but Cardona played center yep. the most. Yep. I think he had the most reps there. So maybe going into fall camp, it's his job to lose. Um, you have to be excited about what the Steel Kid did, by the way, coming in as an early enrollee. I mean, do you talk about how magnificent that experience must be for him as opposed to coming in when most freshmen do? He never would have had a chance. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, he's in the mix because he had a spring camp behind him. He's in the meeting rooms, you'd think, every day, watching tape, getting better, using these weights, getting uh, instruction from the strength coaching staff. I mean, he's probably putting on pounds like he never has, or at least getting to a level of physical shape that he's never been in before. Maybe steel can factor in. Um, it's nice hearing what you're saying about if Randolph can do that, because you got 10 games at right guard. Can he play center? Has he ever played center? Uh, has Ben Dooley played center? Can Ben Dooley play center? Maybe Ben Dooley is this year's Will Farah. He's not a starter, but you know he's going to play a lot, whether it's left guard, right guard, center, or maybe even right tackle for Ben Dooley. He might be able to play all four of those positions. I think Tim Keene, O-line coach, is going to go in there and he's going to say, guys, you guys are going to tell me who's going to play. You're going to tell me what direction we go in because, BJ, they do have a lot of options there. Um, for me, though, I think right tackle is number one on this list because if you're going to have Ben Dooley do it, okay, I don't know how many games he's played at the tackle position at this level. Um, Cage Casey saw a little bit of time, and maybe he's ready. You know, maybe he's ready to be an everyday right tackle. We'll see. And then there's some other guys, too, you have to factor in, like you mentioned, too. A couple of those guys just need to put on a little more weight I think before they're ready to play a big time football, it's tough being a tackle in, in the Mountain West now, BJ, and yep. not being 290 pounds. I mean, yep. Boise State wants its tackles over 300. They want basically every lineman on their team weighing 300. They are pounds. now. If you look, they got a lot of six yeah. four, six five, three ten guys. I mean, they're they're starting. Yes, they're, they do. There's a yep. mold they want. So, uh, hey, so real. Real quick, if you're looking for a last-second Mother's Day gift, we got you covered. Sound story. Johnny's ready to help you out. Yes. MySoundStory.com. Check it out. It's a cool concept. Johnny Prater, David McKenzie, myself are available. Preserve your uh, mom's life story, her voice forever. Uh, we can do a one-hour interview with your mom, and she can tell her life story and we'll, in a professional recording studio, and we'll give you a professional MP3 that you can pass down from generation to generation uh, to preserve your mom's uh, or your grandma or whoever, uh, their life story and their voice forever. And um, the other cool thing is if you want to do it, you can have yourself or your siblings interviewed talking about your mom, and you can present it to your mom on Mother's Day as well. There's a lot of things to do. The easiest way is also a gift card. Just Give her a give her a gift certificate on Mother's Day, and then you can set up the interview in the next few weeks. MySoundStory.com. Scroll down to view more interviewers, and then you can choose from Johnny Prater, myself, yeah. David McKenzie. Use the BNN promo code BNN15. Gets you 15% off MySoundStory.com. Johnny, in like 10 seconds or less, the offensive line. You feel good about it or not? Going, in, what do you, how do you, What's your general feel in 10 seconds going into the season? 
I feel good about it. There's experience. Obviously, it's not a complete project yet, but Tim Keem feels like he's been doing a pretty good job each and every year getting this thing better. And, yeah, I think Boise State's entire offense, if I'm a fan, I'd be excited about it, including certainly the O-line. Yeah, six, you know, three guys with uh, sixth-year seniors or fifth-year seniors. You feel pretty good about the experience. Uh, appreciate all the comments. Sky Ships is O-line. Hent, Jelani Genty, I guess we'll call him Jelani. Put them together. Why not? But uh, time to run nice. over all you dub. Yeah, we'll see. Appreciate all the comments. Thanks to everybody for watching the show. Sorry we didn't get to all your comments, but uh, it, uh, it's going to be – Big storyline, the offensive line, and we'll be talking about it plenty going into the season. Be listening today, 3 to 6, Johnny Prater, JP, Bob, the whole crew, 95.3 FM. You can download their app and also listen online, ktik.com. Johnny, appreciate you as always. Hope everybody has a great day. Uh, We'll be talking to you later. Bronco Nation News Live. Go subscribe. Go sign up for the golf tournament. We'll talk to you later, bronconationnews.com. Uh, with all 160 players uh, huddled around, hole one watching. So uh, that'll be fun, Jay. I better get out and start swinging the club then. <laughs> this is not going to be pretty. I'll, I'll provide entertainment regardless, I guess, but probably not going to be too pretty. So, well, remember, remember the it. first thing you said to me this morning is how we're going to talk about it. How are we, we going to talk for a half hour? 
I uh, well, when you got ten sponsors, that helps kill a little bit of time. But uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I think I tell you that every once in a while we go way over. So I apologize to Camille and the family oh, for, uh, for going over, and um, we'll do it again on Friday. Let me look real quick at Friday's question on our list uh, tomorrow. I know, five young stars that are going to break out. I thought that'd be a good one for you, maybe for a Friday. We're going to talk special teams tomorrow. We got uh, assistant coaches with Prater on Thursday. I think so. A lot of good. Was my list okay, Jay? I think the list was all right. I, yeah, I didn't get much feedback. I, I asked, you know, guys, give me your feedback. And, and the email inbox was empty. So I said, okay, it must be perfect. We're going to, we're yeah. going to stick with these 20. So, uh, Jay, have a great uh, rest of your day. You, Tuesday is Jay's off on KTV, guys. He does this uh, to help out uh, Bronco Nation News, but he is, it's an off day for him. And so we appreciate you giving up your time, Jay, on an off day. Go uh, get back to Camille and the family. And we will be talking to you soon on Friday. But uh, tomorrow, I think John Mallory is actually going to double dip this week and help me out tomorrow as well on a Wednesday. So, thank news breaks or anything we'll have it to you we're waiting on that football uh, tv schedule hopefully in a couple weeks here uh but uh news to come otherwise 9 a.m tomorrow go subscribe to the youtube channel at the bottom of the screen uh subscribe and if you're not watching on youtube it's just youtube.com slash bronco nation news have a great day we'll talk to you later and yes jay tust i am going to play golf see you at timberstone bronco nation news bronco nation news.com